Welcome to National Podcast Post Month here on the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where every day I'm putting myself through the torture of doing one of these freaking things every day because I'm a glutton for punishment. You know this by now. Today, I am talking to Chris from Play Comics, and I would say... I, I, I would mention that other show, but you, you finally retired it. So <laughs> that's an interesting story in itself, which we can get into if they want to. But you know, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll save that for another day. <laughs> we don't. We don't need to start out on heartbreak today. But we're talking podcasting, and because Chris, like we already said, is a podcaster, and. Uh, I re- I've I've heard it like a cheap thing to say to uh, to ask somebody to describe themselves, but what can I say? It's on a questionnaire. You tell my listener <laughs> you're here right now. It's kind of talking to yourself. But Chris, what is your show and 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 where can everybody out there find you? Well, hi Paul. As you know, my show is Play Comics. You can find it over at playcomics.com which you should also know about you can also go to playcomics.com slash facebook group it'll forward you over to the facebook group because that's so much easier to type in or go on twitter and go to play comics cast simple enough so what is your show about so i take video games based on comic properties and look at how close those games stick to the source material for the most part that means we're going straight from the comic to the video game So the first part of the show, we're looking at the comics, uh, the characters in there, kind of the comic history side of what's going on in the comic, what's going on in the comic world at that time. Every once in a while, if the game is based on a movie or a TV series, you know, we'll focus more on the movie or the TV series aspect of that. And then the second half of the show, we're looking at, you know, whichever game it is that we're talking about and just you know, looking at how well that sticks to the movie, how well it sticks to the comics, you know, what kind of things it tells you about that comic franchise that are pretty accurate that you can roll into somebody who knows the comic and talk about and sound like you know what you're talking about and what kind of things are just totally made up and everybody will know that you're a complete faker and you have never read the comic in your life. Yeah. Fakers, you're all a bunch of fuck, shut up. Stop. Speaking of that, Adam was yeah. on for Arcade's Revenge. <laughs> it was very good. Uh, yeah, I, I I know comics, but I cliff notes the shit out of comics because there's way too much to read. <laughs> it's just way there's too much a lot, which is what I like about it. I you know I've come into comics pretty recently in life, so I don't have this like continuity knowing from when I could start to read. I have the continuity knowing from like four or five years ago when I started reading things and what I started reading was pretty limited. Yeah. I just, I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm terrible. I'm a terrible comics nerd. Just on that is just like, I, I know, I know so much crap from comics and comic stories, but it's so much of, of like, cliff notesy type uh story or like youtubers or whatever or here's the top 10 things you didn't know about venom 
And then you find out that, oh, Venom was attached to Deadpool before he was attached to Spider-Man and shit like that. And so I have I, I have a plethora of completely disjointed comics knowledge that makes it sound like I'm much more of a comics nerd than I am. <laughs> I just like knowing shit about shit. What can I say? I'm a, I'm a vast wasteland of useless knowledge. But it makes me sound look if for some reason that all of my useless knowledge adds up to nerd. <laughs> well, then you get into retcons and stuff, and all those ten things you didn't know about Venom don't really count anymore. Yup. <laughs> and then they they retcon the retcon, and now it all's back in play. <laughs> it's like the X Men movie universe. <laughs> like, wait, how dead are you? Wait. Are you, are this the universe where you're dead or is this the universe where you're still 15? <laughs> I'm looking at Everybody you, Cyclops. Everybody in X-Men is dead unless you see them on the screen at that moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm looking at you, Cyclops. <laughs> that was That is my biggest beef and I hadn't even thought about it. And I haven't even seen the stupid movie because it was. I heard it was god-awful that I heard that people were bitching about Dark Phoenix was because of the time jump up to that movie. But the fact that they were working with a completely different cast that was like decades younger than the original movie, like the very first X-Men movie with uh, with Halle Berry and all of them. But that like the time jump from um, was it Apocalypse was the last one. Um, yeah, I haven't seen either one of those two anyway, yeah. so yeah. I, I fell asleep through Apocalypse. I caught the ending and even the ending wanted to put me back to sleep. It, it was awful. Everything I know about that movie was awful. But my understanding was the time jump between Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix basically put them to where everybody should have been older than the original cast. And yet they still have the 20-somethings playing. I was like, wait, we're, we're in the, the 2000s now. We're actively in the 2000s in the movies, apparently. But the cast are still the same actors looking in their 20 somethings who were supposed to be playing the teenage versions of the X-Men from the eighties. Like, um, you all could have aged them up a bit or maybe, I don't know, done the right thing and recast them with older actors. Cause they're supposed to be a lot older. No, we want to just keep putting Jennifer Lawrence in, in these movies against her will. It's all right. <laughs> The whole thing is a mess, and I'm so happy that Marvel has control of X-Men stuff again, and we yeah. can just kind of start over and forget that those ever happened. Yeah. They're still never going to have a better Patrick. A better, There's not going to be a better uh, Professor Xavier than Patrick Stewart. Oh, no. There's no way. He, he, he's, Patrick, he's Patrick Stewart. He's He is Professor Xavier. He's as much Professor Xavier as he is Jean-Luc Picard. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. Enough of me being a nerd, because that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> we had a whole other episode with you on it where we were being nerds. Today, we're talking about podcasts. I'm trying to be on topic. I have questions, damn it. <laughs> uh, trying. Trying. Uh, so, what is it? Like, what was, like, that got you into listening to podcasts in the first place? I was driving delivery trucks for a lumber company. And the way the truck was set up, there was a single disc CD player 
and an FM radio. And I'm driving from Charleston, South Carolina to Charlotte, North Carolina, or Raleigh and Wilmington, or like down to Jacksonville. And you can't hold a radio station for long enough to matter if you're doing that. And I wasn't going to try to change CDs while driving a big old load of lumber like that. So I decided, you know what? I've tried to listen to podcasts before, and I just kept not having a good environment to do it in. I'm going to start listening to podcasts. So I just found stuff, bought a little Bluetooth speaker, popped my phone with me in the truck, and I was listening to podcasts instead of music for 12 plus hours a day. Damn. Now that was Honestly, I'm surprised, like getting everybody's stories. Now, I, I love collecting stories in general, but everybody's what got you into podcast is really interesting because everybody's stories are very different. Like I knew you worked for a lumber company. I knew you worked for your father-in-law at a lumber company. I did not know that you ever drove the trucks. Yeah. That was a different, much, much worse run company. I think ah. that's all I'm going to say about that. But like, I tried to listen to podcasts before, um, back when I worked in restaurants, I tried to do it while I was cleaning at the end of the night and then people would keep coming asking me questions and stuff or I couldn't get it loud enough to hear it over everything. So yeah. you know, I just kind of stopped. You know, the first good chance I had was while I was driving these trucks. Yeah. Restaurants, it's really more of a you gotta have something on in the background that you don't need to pay attention to. That that's basically music. You always just have music going in re- in kitchens because it, it's just creating environments. You don't have to pay attention to like, wait, 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 wait. What did he say? <laughs> like He was how old? Yeah. It's like if you have to pay attention to it and yeah, you can listen to podcasts passively, but it's usually more comedy stuff and just kind of silly, fun stuff. But for the most part, you kind of you, you want to hear what's going on. So you got to be able to pay attention to what they're saying. And it's harder to do that in the kitchen environment. So it's where you don't mind in, in a kitchen when whatever cook that decided to control the radio has put it on Tejano and turned it all the way up and you don't, you're not about to go and change it because you don't want to piss off the cooks. Rule number one in the kitchen, don't piss off the cooks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that makes total sense, especially for like if you're driving trucks. And I, I have kind of the same thing with me with my job because I clean carpets. Well, we jump a lot of time from building to building to building, even though like even just in the process of, of the work, we, I do a lot of, I'm, I'm on my feet. I'm walking around and walking behind machines and doing all this stuff. And I'm on my feet or driving eight, nine, 10 hours a night. So I've got a lot of time to listen because I can for the most, I mean, granted I've been, I've been doing that job pretty much the whole time I've been uh, doing the show. Actually, I was, doing that job when i started the show so i i couldn't i i worry about changing jobs legitimately changing jobs outside of working exclusively as a podcast editor which would be a dream but it changing jobs to a point where i wouldn't be able to listen to my eight thousand hours of podcasts a week would would i i don't know what i do (laughs) well the last thing i did at the old place i was grinding out the knives for the molders So like all the shoe mold and quarter round and crowns and everything, I was making the knife for that. And when my father-in-law told me they're trying to get me over to where I am now and stuff, I, I mean, I don't know how seriously it was, but I actually at least kind of considered 
not going over there because I was going to be going from eight hours a day in an air-conditioned room by myself with everybody leaving me alone where I can listen to podcasts all day long to over doing sales stuff where I can't listen to anything ever. Obviously, I made the right choice and left because that was a much better place to be. So speaking of all of these hours of podcasts, what like how many do you actually listen to like regularly? Especially when you went from that whole 12 hours in a truck and then like eight hours in a workshop to now you're in a desk job doing sales and stuff. Like how many podcasts do you actually listen to fairly regularly? Obviously not as much now because yeah. <laughs> I have to you know, interact with humans. Um, I haven't tried to count in a while. It's probably somewhere in the 10 to 20 range that are like super regular. I'm going to catch these, like make sure I catch them every week. And then another pile where it's, oh, I haven't listened to them for a while. Let me take a day to catch up to where their current episode is. Like I'm just going to binge all of this today because I haven't caught up with them in a few weeks kind of thing. Pretty much. Yeah. And it just hit me why it is that my listening uh, playlist has thinned out is because I finished King of Silas as I was binging King of Silas, but I was doing it in chunks. So I'd only do four or five episodes in a night before I'd go back into my regular playlist. And I'm like, ah, that's why <laughs> that's why I'm running out of stuff. I'm not binging anything right now. <laughs> I need to find something else to binge so I can uh, up my numbers. <laughs> so. What was then the first podcast you ever listened to? I'm pretty sure it was Stuff You Should Know. It was definitely something kind of informational like that. And I mean, I'm skipping all the NPR things that I'd listen to on NPR that also happen to be podcasts. That's more of just listening to the radio and, oh, yeah, they also release it as a podcast. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, some of them I would catch it as the podcast instead of on the radio for whatever reason. But I'm pretty sure Stuff You Should Know was the one that got in there. And I really liked that because they had almost no continuity with anything. So I could just go through, cherry pick topics that I wanted to hear about, skip over things I was pretty sure I didn't want to hear about. And, you know, kind of go from there and branch out into other things. Like there was a history podcast on their same little network. I like Stuff You Missed in History class. I pretty much went through the entire Stuff You Should Know network and have since dropped all of them because <laughs> I like listening to my friends more. Yeah. And it's one of, I think they're owned by iHeart radio now. And yeah, I, I knew of a couple of shows that got picked up by the stuff you should know network. And when the iHeart switch came over, they suddenly the, the style of everything changed. And suddenly it was, we're going to have a lot of like anytime we're going to have a guest on the show, it's somebody else from in network rather than, oh, we're going to pull like this other expert who has a podcast who's really cool and who is really knowledgeable in this subject matter. And we talk to them because they know what they're talking about. Well, no, we're going to grab somebody else in network who doesn't have nearly the knowledge or expertise. <laughs> like, and now you're, you're, you're you really are selling out it's, it's really when it's like you know it's one thing it's great to get signed by a big network where they're like hey we really like your show we want to be part of you want your show part of our network but then they start controlling what you do like no you're 
like they control what you do, but they're not going to help you do it seems to be the problem. And they're like, no, you're, you're, you're changing my show to align with you, but I don't get any of the benefit of that. And my show is not as good because now I'm sold out because you're a sellout. Well, that's really one reason why I really like being on Gunna Geek like I am because, you know, I can get some of that on network people to come on if I want to and they all know their stuff anyway and that's fine. But there's no pressure to do that. You know, I can still go out there, get whoever I want. I can go get somebody from a completely different Doctor Who podcast, for example, and skip over the Doctor Who podcast that we have on that network for I mean, obviously, I'm going to try to get other network people on if I can, just because that's cool and I like them all. But if I go get some other Doctor Who podcast, then, you know, it's really no big deal. It's just I happen to get somebody that was available. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like I've been invited to be part of the Drop Tent Media Network because I worked. It, it was started by uh, Adam and Neil from Nerds with Words. And I was there. I did the editing for that show for actually about a year and a half. And I look back on it I'm like, man, I was on that. I was working on that for a while. But now they've got an in-house producer who helps them out. And it sounds a lot better. And they don't totally need me working on the show anymore. Although I when I listened to it, when I haven't worked on it, I was like, eh, I could have smoothed that out a little better or whatever. <laughs> but that's me. Um, but as part of the, I worked on that show free for a year and a half and you know, we've, I've been friends with them for a while. And so I was invited to be on the network, but I just don't know how to fit in because it is predominantly comedians. It's like, it's a lot of stand up comics and I just don't know how I would fit in with that network. And then, you know, the, the, the little things like adding the, their logo to my artwork and stuff like that. And, you know, I, you know, put the little, bumper on the start of the show but it's like i i'm not opposed to being in a network but i don't know how i would play along being in a network so it's weird <laughs> i mean i've got a nice little set of just rules that i set up for me which you know if anybody wants to see them they're perfectly welcome to message me and i'll send them over but what it really comes down to for me is i control my show the network isn't going to make it look like they had anything to do with making my show unless they actually legitimately helped me do something with it. Yeah. And oh yeah, I control my show, which means all the Patreon stuff and everything that goes through me. I'm doing it. I'm already set up yeah. and I'm not going to filter my stuff through your thing. Yeah. There's like, I, I don't want to have to be on your Patreon to where like, if all of the goals are met, maybe I'll get a cut down the line. And I know there was another network that did that, that where they basically, if you were on their network, they ingested your show onto their hosting account and they controlled your feed and they required every member of the network had to run their network ads for whatever sponsors they got. And it was a lot of stuff. Like, I don't know if it was, there was a bidet. There was, um, you know, all of the, everybody get, can get the, it, all you have to do is ask these guys like spunk lube and crap like that. And yeah. the different, like the weed companies and all of the, the stuff like that, like it, it, I wouldn't want to run those ads, but they, they'd have a lot of different ads with these different kinds of 
uh, not the best companies to be representing. Like I wouldn't touch those companies. I don't care if they were paying me. I wouldn't touch those companies with a 10 foot pole because they don't look good for even my assholey type of show. And like, yeah, if you're, if you're a stoner and you talk about being a stoner, go ahead, have the weed company sponsor your show, but send in stuff like that. I was like, I'm just not me. But the problem was all of the money and all of the revenue went to the network. And even when the individual shows had a specific, like, oh, here's the coupon code and you'd give the show code because the shows were supposed to get credit for those sales. They weren't getting them. And they were like, oh, no, we don't have any of the proof. And they were basically like they were taking all of the downloads from all of the shows and selling that off as here's what our numbers are. So you have 50,000 downloads, but it was across 20 shows. And they would say, oh, yeah, here's our numbers. And they'd get all these sponsors in. They'd make everybody hawk off these these shitty sponsors then the network would collect all the money and nobody on the network got any of it. Just the creators, like the, the founders of the network who controlled everything got all the money. And like, yeah, they, they had a big hosting account that they had to pay for that supported all of the shows, but that's, they were getting more than that. They had, and my knowledge, remember they had to pay to be on the network. So they were paying to run ads that they weren't getting any money for and getting jerked around by the, network guys were like nah fuck that but and I've, I've heard i've heard so many other guys so many of the guys that have left that network they're like yeah fuck those guys i don't even want to talk to them ever again in my life <laughs> so i'm assuming you're going to tell me who that is later yeah we can do it later <laughs> good we don't need to throw things around even if it's true yeah i mean networks are just such a uh, networks are just such a touchy topic with everything because they're so different. You've got people that are basically just, Hey, we're a group of shows that are going to kind of promote each other. Yeah, and like then there's geek. not really, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, even lower on the tier than gonna geek, you've got the ones where there's no real like central place to go for anything. It's just, Hey, you know, here's the shows. We're going to say it's a network and be done. You've got like gonna geek where the shows all do their own thing. Sometimes we'll come together and do stuff, but you know, we've got the one central spot and I love the way that they have it set up because even though you can go to the Gunna Geek website and listen to all the shows and stuff, they're pulling from my feed. They have no control over that. So if I leave, I don't have to change anything like I did when I left brain trust. Yeah. You don't have to change anything. They have to take you off of their website. That's it. You don't have to do anything. They like, oh, you might take the Gunny Geek logo off your website, but they have to take all of your stuff off of theirs. Yep. But yeah. And you've got your ones where it's, I don't know, like Podwolf or whatever the wolf one is. Earwolf. Earwolf, yeah. And, you know, where you're actually getting money from sponsors and stuff and trying to make everything a more in-house made rather than a bunch of independent people who happen to be together. Yeah. Well, Earwolf is also like a big corporate network and they're owned by Stitcher. So yeah, like they're owned by a big, but they're owned by a podcasting company. And that is literally their comedy network where they invite shows on to be, but they, they're, they're the, we're going to pay you to produce your content company. 
So it was like, you know, Earwolf. I mean, I think was it a Gilbert Gottfried is on Earwolf, you know, stuff like that. There's a lot of a big celebrity podcasts that are on Earwolf, but they also have a paid subscription. It was like, oh yeah, you do this. Here's your regular show. But behind the paywall, they have whole other shows that you have to pay to listen to. And that's, that's kind of where they come from. And then you run sponsors and then you have this silly little earwolf thing at beginning and end of your show. <laughs> that's not the worst thing I've heard. People have had to tack on though. Yeah. I've, at least I've it's heard short. Some, yeah. <laughs> but now we've ripped into so many shows and networks and stuff. What would you say? Like maybe not your all time, but what's currently, what is your favorite show? Or your big all-time favorite forever show. I don't. So it really comes down to two choices here for me. Um, Jay and Miles explain the X-Men is pretty much most of the reason why my show exists. It's a show where two people go on and they're just going through all the complex continuity of X-Men, looking at things pretty much in as they were released order which chronologically can get weird because of flashbacks and everything. Yeah. X-Men <laughs> trying to go through the X-Men in any way gets very confusing very quickly. <laughs> it is insane in all the best ways, but they do such a good job with it and they have such a good community that they've built around them. And I just love it. And I love that I've gotten to kind of be a part of that community and everything. The other show, which I'm sure is going to come as a complete shock to Paul and Adam. I know. You ready for this? Sunshine and Power Cuts. Let's all let that one surprise sink in. I feel like, you know, like most everybody who's going to be on here, if they're not familiar, they're going to absolutely, it's just kind of like, you just assume Sunshine and Power Cuts is on there, you, but you, you just, we're not going. We're going to leave Heather off because otherwise everybody's going to say Heather. So it's assumed Heather. We're going to assume Sunshine and Power Cuts. What after that? <laughs> because yeah, I'll, almost everybody could say Sunshine and Power Cuts, which they should to some level. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're probably not all going to get the tattoo like I am, but we'll see what yeah. happens from that. <laughs> That's commitment right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, right? I mean, beyond that, I don't know. I mean, there, there's nothing else that's really hit me so deeply on the, this is going to end up being so important to me. Like, I've got my stuff open right now and scrolling through everything. And it's all, yes, I like the show. Yes, I like the show. There are some that probably maybe used to have been on that level. And I'm never going to tell you what they are because I'm not going to spread that kind of thing around. I don't want to admit to having listened to this. Yeah, I'm not going to go quite that far because of reasons and everybody will understand. But Gravity Beard is another really good one. Chris Green and Adam Saunders come in and they have, they've made a little insane show. Um, it's kind of like a variety show, except it's not really skits. It's just it's kind of like yours in the sense of there's crazy news things and stuff. But they also pull a lot of content from the Facebook group that they have. So like somebody will decide, Hey, we need to decide the official sandwich of the gravity beard interns. And so there will be a bunch of polls to narrow down the official sandwich of the group. 
And their tagline, which fits very perfectly for them, is serious conversations about the stupidest things ever. I've heard him on so many shows and talked about his I've talked about Gravity Britain. I don't listen to it. I don't know why, because I have no reason for everything that I've heard about. And I've heard Chris Green on so many things. I have no reason why I haven't listened to this. Just haven't done it. I don't you know. You should why. check it out. And you can pretty much jump in from wherever and you'll be fine. Yeah. And I'm friends with Chris Green on 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 the the social medias and I've interacted with him in different groups and things. And I for I don't know why I haven't listened to Gravity Beard. I really don't know. <laughs> Adding on to the list, it's taking up so I'm not running out by Thursdays. <laughs> 94. <laughs> yeah, that's there's also another show I've recently started listening to called The Wheel Weaves, and it's a look at Wheel of Time. They're going through chapter by chapter. The husband in there has read through the series multiple times, really likes it. And the wife, this is her first time reading through it. So like, you can hear her frustration of, okay, this chapter is really good. And then I had to stop because I had to record a podcast episode before I went and read the next chapter. <laughs> I heard they're making a movie out of that. They're making an Amazon Prime show. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. And the casting on it looks amazing. It's a bunch of people that are not like super well-known actors and actresses. So you're not going to get stuck with any like, oh, you know, I'm seeing Hugh Jackman for the 50th time this year kind of stuff. Yeah. That's good. All right. Because you've just been throwing favorites and favorites because i said all time and you just because run everything i didn't need everything (laughs) this is not the professional i do not need everyone (laughs) Uh, deep cuts there deep cuts but if you had to recommend one just one only one uno (laughs) i don't know one in any other languages (laughs) in turkish it's um roughly beer i probably pronounced it a little bit wrong but it's pretty much beer (laughs) but one podcast to somebody for their first time listening to any podcast besides yours what would it be and why i'm sure you're going to get this answer a lot too but a lot of it just depends on what the person's into like it's hard for me to go through and pick one thing because it sounds like I'm not allowed to say sunshine and power cuts, which would be my <laughs> obvious first pick. Well, if you want to say, I'm not going to tell somebody not to listen to that. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to exclude again. Sunshine and power cuts is very assumed in the favorite shows, especially in like an all time thing, but it may not necessarily be, the um, you should listen to this first and i realized the, the whole question is like you said it's very much a matter of it's like oh i could tell you you should listen to welcome to night vale but well if you've got trigger warnings and you're not really into that style of thing and creepy stuff creeps you out and it's like i'm not going to recommend that and so it is kind of a question that lends itself to you've got like a, some like the the number one answer for any question in podcasting depends all right so i'm actually going to pick something Ready? Um, under the assumption that I can change the episode for whoever the person is, I'm going to say hello, internet, because 
if they want to listen to podcasts, they're obviously kind of technologically inclined anyway mm-hmm. with internet stuff. So I'll go through, I will pick an episode of Hello Internet for them. They go through and they look at a bunch of different things on the internet. And it's it's a really wide variety there. So I can probably find an episode of Hello Internet for anybody that wants to start getting into podcasts. Huh. I've not heard of that one before. That's what I like about this. That's what I that's what I love about all these. And all the questions. Because I'm not getting the same answers. That's what I'm loving about this. I'm I'm learning new shows and I it's part of why I do this and it's part of why I do recommended listening. It's like I want people this whole big massive torture that I'm putting myself through for 30 days is to gather as many possible podcast recommendations as I can and to get the word out about more shows than I can do by myself. I've got a whole lot of questions that have led to a whole lot of recommendations. And that is the point of this. (laughs) I'm turning national podcast post month into national podcast recommendation month, which is even worse of an acronym. So This is my national podcast recommendation month. <laughs> I don't think Napopomo is that bad. It doesn't roll off the tongue as well as NaNoWriMo. Napopomo. You just say it like it's a different language. Yeah. Napopomo. It's easier to say it long. That's the problem. <laughs> it's like the, why is it World Wide Web is actually faster than saying WWW. <laughs> Some things are just weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> but hello, internet. And that's that's definitely I, I yeah. Something that is so wide ranging of a hey, there's probably they've probably talked about something that you would be interested in. Good pick. Very diplomatic. <laughs> the only safe answer is somebody that I'm not friends with, because then everybody else won't get mad at me. That's a that again very diplomatic. But hey, we're not here to pimp our friends, but if, you know, your answer happens to be pimping your friends, then I'm not going to yell at you. I mean, I might yell at you, but that's just cuz I get, you know, mood swingy. I mean, I only pimp my friends when they have good shows, which is most of them anyway. And if you don't have a good show, I'm not your friend, so go to hell, Pretty you much. shitty show producer person. No. <laughs> I'm only friends with good podcasters. Uh. That actually is one of the things I really like about <laughs> podcasting, though. Like, I can go and I can support your show even if I don't really listen to it. Yeah. Um, like, I'll be diplomatic here and say, like, if somebody has a sports show that focuses on the Chicago White Sox, I don't care about the Chicago White Sox at all, even though I like baseball. But I can still go out there and say, hey, here's my friend. They have this White Sox show. I don't personally listen to it. I've listened to a few of them just to see how they do so I can actually recommend them to people. But, you know, I don't listen to them. I don't know what they've gotten into recently, but listen to it. It was good. And they're my friend and you should listen to them. And the only reason I don't listen to them is because I don't care about the Chicago White Sox minor league team stuff. Yeah. Like as a podcast, it is a good show. As for the content itself, I'm not interested. (laughs) It's not my thing. Like, I'm sure there are tons of fabulous shows about fantasy sports, but I don't give two craps about fantasy or, okay, fantasy video games. I'm great, but fantasy sports, not my thing. So, like, I, it, your show might be great and I will totally support your show, but I'm not listening to it because it's not my thing. And that's okay. <laughs> 
That is perfectly okay. Help your friends out. <laughs> but before we go, uh, <laughs> one more time, Chris, what, where, where can, where can my listeners, Paul, find you? <laughs> Well, if you want to find me, easiest thing to do is to head over to playcomics.com. From there, you can catch a link to the Facebook group. You can catch a link to Twitter. You can catch a link to Instagram, even though Instagram, for some reason, keeps deciding that since I'm logging in at work and at home, that I'm probably cheating somehow and banning my account temporarily. So don't really go there. You know, listen to the show. You can leave comments on the website even though nobody has done that yet because most of them just tell me through other means. Yep. Got that. You know, just check out the show. There's not a ton of continuity. So you can go back in and say, Hey, I want to hear about Spider-Man. I want to hear about this. Just listen to that episode and you'll be fine. The only thing you're going to miss out on is like, you know, by the fifth time I look at Batman, I'm not going to tell you Batman's origin. Like, look, if I have to tell you Batman's origin, you're listening to the wrong show. <laughs> Pretty much. If I have to tell you Batman or Spider-Man's origin, yeah. <laughs> they don't even do Spider-Man's origin in the MCU movies, so I think we're okay not talking about that anymore. Yeah. I think it's assumed the world knows how Spider-Man became Spider-Man, how Batman is Batman and Superman is Superman. Everybody else, they're a little hazy on, but everybody knows those three. If I have to tell you the origin, you have no business listening to a podcast about comic books at all. Really? I mean, if you don't know about the origin, come ask me. I'll tell you about it. I've yeah. had people ask me on like one of my favorite posts on Twitter recently was, hey, I've shown you. Crap, who was it? I've shown you Omega Red like for the past three weeks and told you where he came from. So it's like, I don't think I need to tell y'all anymore. And so, you know, of course somebody pops up, it's like, Oh, I don't know about Omega red. Can you tell me about him? And then, and then it's like, okay, cool. In the context of this Twitter post, I'll go ahead and tell you that's fine. I don't care. I like spreading the knowledge about stuff. I like, you know, making people be able to find a new favorite character. You know, even if this guy ends up hating Omega red, it might lead him to somebody else that he really likes. Yeah, Cause so, Omega red is an asshole. That's cool. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's a Russian guy with tentacles that fly out and it's really weird. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So, again, because I don't know what I said as person. Thank you again for coming on and, and, and just recommendation dumping all over the show. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm good for. That's what I'm, that's what I'm doing this for anyway. Again. I keep saying again, like I've said this shit, but I've also said this a million times because you're listening to this every day. If you're just as much a glutton for punishment as I am, uh, you can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com, at odddadout on all the social medias, buy a shirt, support the show on Patreon. I don't say that enough. Do all the things. I'm pretty sure I'm not even going to get through all of the all of this stuff in all 30 episodes because then you'll really get tired of it. But... Until tomorrow, oddballs, thank you and good night.